Good morning, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Um, wherever you are at, this is Mistress Money, part of the 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 trifactor, right? <laughs> the triangle. I don't know. I haven't I haven't refined that one yet, Carmen. But you know, one of three, one of three of the founders of Queens of Crypto. Um, my other co-founder, Carmen, is here doing her thing. And okay, let me get my little fangirl crushing out of the way. Um, our our guest today is none other than Crypto Woman. Um, yes, big, huge, fat, fangirl crush. She is slaying it. She is the mother of dragons and slaying it in the cryptoverse and super, super stoked and excited to dive way deep in where she's going and what we can do together to help further that journey. Yes, had to give my little fangirl introduction. So Carmen, you be the responsible professional one now and um, soothe the savages with professional speak because you do the professional speak so well. No, I'm gonna fangirl out too. Bam! Hello, right? Hello, lovely ladies. I am so honored and just so like pumped up right now about life. You guys are so sweet. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what? This is this is why Mistress and I make such a good team. Like 
mistress brings it. She keeps it organized. She gets it all in line. If she fangirls out, but I'm boots on the ground. And in fact, in this space right now, I have seen you and Chef Unlimited in person. And this is how we get out from behind the screen. Uh, we all were at the Web 3X conference because Crypto Woman, you're gonna you're gonna explain where you are at on the planet. And uh, what that trip was like. But I got to see you on stage being a queen and, you know, holding down the fort and educating and being a Web3 advocate. So it is a pleasure to have you here today for our audience and to expose you out to the people that we love and we call our crypto queen fam. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am truly, truly honored just to be here. And thank you for the fantastic introduction. I, I look forward to all of the fun discussions we're going to have today during our, our little talk. Misters, how are you doing this morning? I know you had a late night because you don't stop. I don't. And I'm trying to, to get to my, my hostesses duties, getting the tweet out. Um, because I don't like, um, uh, Bex, one of the things that we don't do in this space is run giveaways um, because we want uh, an authentic audience. Um, we want that organic growth. Um, and we want those organic followers, right? Um, so I don't tweet beforehand that I have a giveaway. Um, the space is all about really learning about the people behind these amazing projects, um, their passion, their purpose. What are they adding to Web3? How are they making a social impact with the things that they're bringing forward? That's what Thursday Space is about. Um, so I was just in the middle of writing out a tweet because um, I wanted to give away a Steezy NFT specifically just to who's in attendance. We typically have maybe 40 to 50 people that show up between the, the two hours, but they're solid core investors. If they like what they're hearing, you definitely will see them in your Telegram or your Discord or just a, simply as a holder of your project. Um, so this is not the hype. This is the real shit, the real deal. Um, and the fact that you're a woman that is making waves in this space in a revolutionary way, um, it's just really important to me because it opens up the floodgate for women to be comfortable being their true authentic self and show that they can be badass boss babes, right? We don't have to hide anymore. I love your profile pic. Um, it's one of the things that I find um, very intriguing about you because men have the, and, and I'm not saying this to discount our male kings that stand beside us and stand behind us as well, right? But typically in crypto, you don't ever get that bare shoulder because we know what's coming in your DM, right? Um, and the James Bond, <laughs> the James Bond, the James Bond profile is just fucking life. Let's keep it real. It's just life for me. Um, so that's why I'm super excited about this particular space. We've got some great guests we've had in the past, but in this particular space, just on what you're doing, because I, I happen to be a little bit privy because I didn't give anything out um, to what you're building that I absolutely adore um, and the way you're building it. Let's get it right. It's not so much, oh, I've got an idea and this is what's going to be. No, it is the build that has me sitting back and saying, wow, um, this is blue chip before um, it even drops. Right. So we, we, we need to have we need to have it all. I got to hear it all. Um, but yes, that's what I was busy doing, Carmen. And I did have a late night last night. I actually bounced out and left the space still running um, because people were so geeked up. And so our Wednesday night 
um, DJ and cocktail <laughs> show space is apparently a hit. <laughs> Let's just say that it's apparently a hit. Um, we well, I thought I was going to miss it, mistress. Yeah. I thought I was going to miss it. Started at four, and then like my uh, Postmates delivery came around like eight turtles, and I was like, "See you guys. I'm I'm leaving y'all for food." Oh, that's the space to leave us for food because we don't do nothing but get high, talk shit, and eat. And that space. That's why it's not recorded. Oh, maybe that's I shouldn't bad. have said that. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. This space is recorded. We're going to have to edit that part out. Yeah, but, you know, DGENs will DGEN, right? That's what we do. Um, we will DGEN, and we have a night specifically dedicated to DGENing out. Um, that includes food, cannabis, um, and music, right? Um, this is our aristocratic type, yes, you know, recorded space. Queen. Yeah, this is the Queen's <laughs> chit-chat hour, right? We have to represent the true Queen's here. But um, we're going to cut that part out of the recording. Um, <laughs> but that's what the Wednesday nights are, are about, people. You want to have some fun, get some real alpha, join on Wednesday night. It is a trip. Um, <laughs> but, 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 yes, get us back on track, Carmen. Let them know what we're doing, why we're building this space, and why we're super excited to have Vex here with us. Well, let me tell you this. The moment we, we got onto a Zoom, I got to learn about Bex, and then we found out that we were going to be in the same city. Uh, gosh, it was less than a week later, right, Bex? And so um, she was going to be speaking at a conference. I took definitely the opportunity to go and meet her, and what a beautiful person she is. But what I love the most is that, you know, when she tells her story, it's going to be an example of how women can come into the space using the skill sets that they already have and pioneering in this space and even doing more um so bex let's 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 hop in um good morning to you and welcome to the show and let's talk about what you did before you got into web3 hello 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 i am actually located in florida coming in from from florida usa hey hey this is supposed to be the sunshine state but um we just we just had a, another hurricane pass through so hopefully the sunshine will be returning here shortly uh to to give me to give me a nice tan before i go back to europe and but yeah so before that's a good question carmen uh before starting in web3 before starting in blockchain i was actually um i was actually in the tennis industry for over 20 years i was a tennis director and then in 2018 i was the under 30 tennis coach best tennis coach in the United States. And at that point I was like, well, this is the high, this is like the highest point of my career, right? <laughs> like you can't get better than being the best in the country, um, in your industry. And then had getting job offers left and right to be, you know, go to all these nice fancy clubs all over the country. But I, I just didn't want to do that for the next 20, 30 years. Like I just, I saw my future in that industry and I was like, this is not a future that I, that I feel like I'm being called to. And I felt like I really wanted to do something more creative. And so I was studying, I was taking night classes and studying marketing. And so I had already kind of launched this side hustle in digital marketing uh, about, I guess it was eight years ago now. So back in that 2016, 20, yeah, around there. Um, and so I still have that same digital marketing company. And uh, that's, that's what brought me into to blockchain initially. So you're from America and yet you live in Europe. So tell us about that journey, because when you hit Europe, you are a part like you went down the rabbit hole pretty thick <clears throat> and you hold a couple of roles um, outside of your side hustle that has become a successful marketing business. Queen. Right. 
Right, right. <laughs> I, I actually, the, my story about how I came to Europe, I'm planning on writing a book about it because it's, it's a love story, actually. Um, and it's, it's a story of how you don't need language to be in love. And I think that um, I'll kind of rewind. So back in 2019, I went to Las Vegas, my, where my friend Carmen, you are located in Las Vegas. Um, and that's where we just were at and what the Web3 Expo a couple weeks ago. And but my story actually began in Las Vegas at, from transitioning from America to Europe because uh, I met someone there who uh, it was a German Turkish man and he uh, didn't, couldn't speak any English and I couldn't speak any German or Turkish. And so we via Google Translate got to know each other. And he is the one who invited me to come out and work together with him and be his partner in starting out in Turkey, but now in, in Europe. Like I'm I'm in I'm located in southern Germany and we're moving to Italy next month. Woo woo, going to Lake Como. It's gonna be beautiful. Um but the yeah, so like the story is quite there, there's just so much that goes into it. So I know we have two hours, but, but like it's a really long story. So I'm trying to keep it brief in the beginning here. Well, I also we, we got time. You just you just kind of slid over the fact that <laughs> Boss Babe over here, um, in her side hustle, had a marketing agency and has a marketing agency in her side hustle. Are we just going to slide past the phrase, her side hustle, right? Because um, that's huge for me, right? That's huge for me. Um, we're talking about a commitment to excellence, um, a fine working brain with business that, you know, in her quote unquote side hustle has a very effective marketing agency. Uh, why are we sliding past that, Carmen? I'm, still I'm impressed because my side hustle will probably involve feet pictures. Yep. <laughs> Not going to lie. Because, you know, I my, live that TikTok life. Mine is useless NFTs. Mine is useless <laughs> NFTs. So, yeah, let's not go past the, the side hustle discussion. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Okay, I guess I did kind of, okay, I did kind of slide by that. So, I have, I have a, a four-year degree. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. And um, I, so I have that degree in my, in my uh, history and I never really used it like in its, I guess it's traditional form of like counseling or whatever, but I wanted to apply the psychology that I learned, psychology of human development um, into business. And so that's what fascinated me and draw and drew me into marketing because I found that there's so much psych psychological tactics that go into being a good marketing person or being a good copywriter or being a good storyteller. And that's for me as, as a writer, as an artist, as someone that is a very cr creative person, that was something I was like, I want to go into marketing because I feel like I would do well in that. And I could use my skills and the things I've learned in my psychology degree into this industry. And so when I first met Fairy Dune, the love of my life now, um, but uh, before it was just my business partner, you know, <laughs> it was just business uh, in the beginning. Um, and, you know, when I met him, he, he wanted to bring me on to do marketing with him with this other uh, investment company that he was a part of. 
And so that was the small beginnings that I was just, I literally was just going to Las Vegas in 2019 to do like networking. Like my parents were a part of this gold business that was investments and stuff. And I was just there because I didn't care about gold, but I was like, Ooh, I want to like meet people who have money and like find more clients for my, for my business. And that's where I met Perry June, uh, who's now my partner, my life partner. And but yeah, the first six months of us talking and being together, like being together, we were strictly Google Translate, like we never had a normal conversation. So like I met him and then a couple months later moved like so I met him in July, I think. And then I moved to Turkey in December that same year. And I started learning German a little bit before then. And then I moved to Turkey. And then a couple months later, you know, Corona time hit. Right. And so I'm I'm in this apartment with a with a man who doesn't speak English and I'm not allowed to go outside or I'll have to pay a 300 euro fine um, in Turkey. It was very strict, very severe. And um, so that's a really fast way to get to know someone. <laughs> so for 58 days, we were on lockdown together in this apartment in Turkey. And I didn't speak Turkish like I'm in this country that I've never been to before with a man who doesn't speak English, who I literally, I'm still, he's practically a stranger. I mean, I don't know his family. I don't know his story. Like it could have, anything could have happened. And the fact is my parents were completely in support of this. My, it was really my mom. Um, looking back, it was my mom that really coupled us together because after the Las Vegas trip, she planned a second mother daughter's trip to go meet up with him in Amsterdam at another gold conference. And so that's where it really, I committed to going and being his business partner and just going and trying it out. And then I ended up falling love, falling in love with him over time. But in the beginning, it was a very like cerebral decision. Um, and that's, that's what got me into really deep into cryptocurrency. My dad actually got me into cryptocurrency in 2017. He told me about Bitcoin. He told me about like cryptos and we were trying to figure out how to buy it and invest. And we did get some, but it wasn't like anything huge. Like I, you know, I'm not a Bitcoin billionaire or anything, but I, you know, I have the experience of kind of starting that, starting that process of learning back in 2017. And I've seen the evolution of especially how women have entered the industry over the past few years. And that was something that I, I felt like I was really a lone wolf back then. Like no woman like that I knew of was like interested in learning about FinTech or like Bitcoin or whatever that is. And, but then it, what, what I noticed is that this, you know, this, this thing happened where NFTs became a, a really big, more popular thing in the blockchain industry. And then that's where we saw like this huge flood of women seeing the, seeing where they fit into this puzzle thing called blockchain. And I think that that gave an, an end for a lot of women to feel comfortable trying it out because it was something that didn't seem so technical. And along with all of these new platforms that were being created that allowed it to be a little simpler than the old days you know, where you had to read all of the, all of, <laughs> all these blockchain talk forums and try to like, uh, you know, decode all these cryptographic messages online <laughs> and figure out how the heck to use the, the technology <laughs> that was so new. 
Wow. I mean, you have definitely a circle of support around you. And it's so cool that you have family members that even introduce you into this space. My dad thinks that I work for Bitcoin. He has no idea how to explain what I do. <clears throat> but mistress, we found Ariel. We found our Disney Ariel. Like yes, she has, yes, she could have talked to her Prince Eric, but yeah. you know, my, the, number one, my favorite Disney movie. Number two, Ursula would easily tell the you, queen. you have your looks. You <laughs> and don't underestimate that portion. So, body language. Oh my God, okay. That's a funny <laughs> parallel right there. <laughs> I freaking love you, Carmen. Um, yeah. Tristan, in fact, though, um, a lot of things um, really drew me to not only your personality, but also um, just the way you handle yourself, um, the way you view and support other women in this space and unabashedly remain your true authentic self. Um, you know, we all mask at some point um, in some way, some form or another. Um, and to be able to be your true authentic self with someone that you can't even share a common language with um <laughs> i, I want to make that a netflix series lock me in <laughs> right i really do i want to make that a netflix series lock me in see where we go can love survive right? <laughs> can it survive right can't speak the same language but here's the thing sometimes we allow our mouth to intervene when it shouldn't um expressions are real things to me um i i count it don't ever tell me you have the resting bitch face because that's who you are. I call bullshit, <laughs> right? Um, I can't have that face. Um, my personality is one of sunshine. It's, it's where I gravitate the most. I have the most amount of hope, and it's always about my glass being half full versus my glass being half empty. Um, so being in that space with someone not, not only you're thinking about going into business with because you still have to have that separation because you have ideas, you have thoughts, you have things that you think will make something better. And always as a woman, I kind of have to caution myself. And sometimes I feel dumb, my intelligence down so that I can be treated, quote unquote, equally to my male counterparts. Um, there was none of that buffer for you. I actually have it something to comment about that. Yeah, can I you hear there me? was no buffer. Yeah, I can hear you. But there was no buffer for you guys. Um, no language. Am I rugging? Right? Couldn't speak with nope. Oh, oh, you might be if you're not okay, hearing me. Okay, I hear you now. I hear you now. Okay. So okay. I have something to yeah. comment. There's no there was a barrier of no language there I... though. Right. So in the room with him, um, potential business partner that turns into love, that's a lot to say about the personalities that are involved in building this project out. And that's why it's so exciting, at least from my point of view. Well, thank you so much. You're just such an encouraging person. I just want to like start out with that. Like, thank you for your kind words and your encouragement. Um, it truly means so much to me because I always want to put my most authentic self forward. And I think sometimes it's hard um, in a social media age to be your most authentic self with filters and there's just this screen always between us. And I think that's what I want. And so I don't, I'm always wondering, is it, is it really coming across the way that I, that I want it to? I'm, I'm always a little unsure of that. But something about that you just said, you had to dumb yourself down so that you're respected or that you're like, um, I guess, acceptable by the, the men that are, is, am I understanding that right? You said something about dumbing yourself down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to. Um, I was a Smeed um, for Apple. 
um, and put me in a room full of people, you got to understand being neurodivergent data is my, my, my gold Mm -hmm. data, just, just accumulating data, useless pieces of data makes my brain happy. I go down that rabbit hole and I can make those connections on where a trend can come a year from now. I called the trend on women in cryptos more than a year ago. It's the reason why I had the Queens of Crypto Twitter account, didn't do anything with it. I just saw that trend coming. I knew that 2022 was going to be the year for women in crypto. And sure enough, every project that came out had some affiliation with women in crypto and most sold out. Um, it's, so it's just that accumulation of data. So you put this neurodivergent person in a room with these people that have all these multiple of degrees, and this is just me and life experience going, that's not going to work. But what, what, what do you mean? Well, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Right? right. Well, and I wanted to comment on, on that exact feeling because I can relate to that feeling because part of the reason that pushed me to leave America and leave where I was, where I was, where I was living was I have an ex-husband and, um, and I had a job that I felt was not valuing me in what the, what I should be paid and what I should be, you know, just hearing me out and like in, in implementing my ideas, you know, it was always like, Oh yeah, Bex, like, yeah, it's a good idea. Okay. You, you do that. Okay. Well, how am I supposed to do that if you don't support me? in doing that, you know? And then I, with my ex-husband, I always felt like I would achieve something or I would, I would try to be this, you know, the best version of myself. And I always felt like he had an issue with that. Like he had an insecurity that I was this strong entrepreneurial woman and that it would have been better for him if I just made myself less so that he could feel more secure. When in reality, I can't change who I am. Like what God, what God, how God made me is this strong, intense power woman. And, you know, whether you're a woman or a man, your partner should always support you and your vision for your life. And I think that's something that a lot of people get insecure about. They get tripped up in. If your partner is successful and if your partner is getting shit done and changing the world, shouldn't you be proud of them? Shouldn't you be like, damn, like that's my wife or damn, that's my husband. or That's my partner. I'm so proud of them. They belong there. They're with me. You know, they're with me. Wow. Like we're together. We're doing this together. You know, when you win, I win. And then I always thought that way about my ex. Like when he was doing something great or amazing or whatever, I would always support him. Like, yeah, babe, like go, go do, do that job that doesn't pay that much. Because I know in the future it's going to pay out because you're learning skills now. They're going to be so amazing for our future together because you have, because that's what God created you to do because that's your talent, because that's your skill set. But for me, I always felt like when I wanted to go to, back to college, oh, babe, I don't see you doing that vocation. Or like if I wanted to go try something new, oh, babe, I don't really like, you don't really seem like that type of person that would do that. And I was just always felt like wondering, well, well, maybe I shouldn't, you know, questioning myself like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go back to school or maybe I shouldn't do this thing. I'll just, you know, I'll just keep, you know, doing what I'm doing and not, not stir the waters. But at some point I lost myself. I just, I didn't even know who I was anymore because I was hearing his voice and the voice of these small town, small minded people who were trying to put me in their own little box. And I, I was fed up. I was fed up. And I, you know what, when I met Fairy Dune in Las Vegas with my parents networking at this gold event, I was like, 
I don't know what this is. I don't understand the fact that I met this this man from Turkey, Germany, <laughs> and that he's got, you know talking about blockchain and, and investments and stuff. That's not really something I've ever really been super interested in. But maybe this is God giving me a sign that this is the next best thing I'm supposed to do. Maybe this is my this is my you know when one door when one window closes or one door closes a window opens. And I felt like that was my moment to to take a leap of faith. And to just try, and you know what? If it doesn't work out, I can leave. I could, yeah. I could always go back to you know live with my parents or figure something else out. And so, I, I, yeah, I love that you yep. said um, maybe this was God um, putting you exactly where you need to be. Because I will tell you this: I am a firm believer in when you ask the universe, it answers. It is your inability to be quiet to hear it. When we ask for validation, the universe response but you also have to put yourself into a listening mode to take advantage of what you're asking the universe to deliver because our minds are very powerful we can manifest the reality that we want um and i think that's a key point for you to recognize in that moment um the universe answered and you're like yeah fuck it i hear you let's just go let's do this so there are only two options you jump off the cliff and you fly up off the all that comes after that. Um, and so it's led you here, right? So I definitely think you're flying, love. I definitely think you're flying. I think so too. And I think a lot I think a lot of people can relate to this story of how, you know, they felt like someone else in their life was putting them in a box or telling them who they're supposed to be. When in reality, you have to really listen to your own voice. Like you have to block out all of the other voices, especially with social media age. Everyone wants to give you their opinion. And you just you really have to you have to get away from it. You know, turn your phone off, get out in nature, you know, do whatever you do, do journaling so that you can you can get in tune with your own inner voice. And what is truly your heart's cry of where you're what you're supposed to do with your life. And now I can see the difference between my partner now versus my ex. My partner now is so encouraging and so positive and so on board with anything and everything that I would ever want to do. And I just I'm like, wow, this is what a healthy relationship is supposed to feel like. Like it's it's so refreshing, truly. And it's not hard, right? No, it's easy. Like, it's so easy. And it's like, I he still doesn't speak English. I learned German over the last couple of years. He's, he's really trying. It's just not it's just not sticking, unfortunately. It's not easy to do. <clears throat> In fact, <clears throat> my father, I have no accent and I'm from a whole nother country because I was forced to learn English the right way because it is a, it's a difficult language to learn. And, and you get you can get judged so easily when you have an accent in this world. And my father experienced that so hard that he was like, nope, not with my kids. Mm. Um, and, and unfortunately, that means that I'm not bilingual. And I really wish I was, right, to honor my my ancestry. But I have a similar, you know, reaction to what you're saying because I had a marriage, too, that had similar circumstances. But I learned, thanks to TikTok, that if you think I'm extra, go look for less. 
and you boot them out mm-hmm. and you match your energy around, right? Um, but mistress, we're going to have to juice this Florida orange because we haven't even gotten to our project. And I know that there's still stuff that I want to uncover here because Bex, you are a senator of sorts over in Europe. Can you talk about that and how you got into that? Yeah. So we kind of got off on a little tangent there, but yes, I am. I'm actually the youngest senator in the Senate of Economy in it's internationally, actually. Um, the, it started out in Germany. The Senate of Economy is um, a group of individuals that are elected by senators in Europe that uh, are there who you have to be at least you have to be a business owner, entrepreneur um, that can be a subject matter expert to advise actual politicians on whatever you do. And so for me and Fairy Dune is also so Fairy Dune brought me into this this world and um, I, I didn't even think that I was going to be a senator because he was getting elected to, to be a senator of the Senate of Economy. Um, and I was just there to support him. And then one of the women came up to me and was like, hey, I think that we could there's um there's a spot for uh, another senator if you are interested. And I'm like, uh, uh, me like. I was like, I was like, are you sure you have the right person? Like, I'm from America. And she's like, no, no, no. Yeah, you like you'd be perfect because we have an international seat on this on the board or whatever. And we would love to to have you. You just need to be interviewed and accepted by the these politicians. And I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah, like, I'm not going to say no to that. Um, And so I interviewed with the politicians and they were like, we love you. We want you to advise us with the blockchain company that you have. And so that's how it all began. And so last year in Strasbourg, France, Faradun and I were both elected and I gave a speech in German actually um, to all the politicians that were there. <laughs> it's crazy. But now moving forward, what? just so you guys know, I have, um, I'm, so I, when we have weekly meetings where I advise politicians who are actively, you know, serving in the government um, on blockchain, anything with blockchain technology. And um, I guess I should probably just kind of segue into the fact that I'm a blockchain company founder. We have a regulated blockchain company in Zug, Switzerland. It's called uh, TM and Global. <laughs> yeah, you, you pinned it to the top. Thank you. And, um, and TM and Global is stands for Technology Metal Network Global. And we're the first and only a blockchain company to to give users access to technology metals and rare earth metals. And just a little bit about technology metals and rare earth metals, if you guys aren't familiar with what those are, like precious metals are the classic ones, right? Gold, silver, platinum, things like that. But technology metals and rare earth metals are everything we need to create products for modern life. So products like our laptop, like right now, high-speed internet that we're using to stream this uh, Twitter space uses germanium. Germanium is a technology metal that is used to create fiber optic cables. Without fiber optic cables, you wouldn't have high-speed internet. Um, we wouldn't have our touch screens. If you're on your phone right now, which you probably are, because Twitter spaces is not compatible with desktop, unfortunately, um, then you're probably using a touchscreen. And with touchscreens, you need indium. Indium binds with glass and makes the touchscreen on, on smartphones work. And those are metals that my company, uh, that my blockchain company provides 
via our cryptocurrency TMNG. So what that means is we've partnered with the market leader for the provider of these metals, these physical metals in Liechtenstein, Switzerland, and Germany. And this is just really crazy that I'm just a part of this project. It's really being at the right place, the right time with the right people kind of situation. But I'm so honored and so blessed right now because we're in the middle of our token sale and you can buy TMNG tokens. And then the first quarter of next year, we're going on exchanges and you can actually buy your own technology metals in our exchange we're building, or you can, you know, trade them on Coinbase or whatever exchanges we're going on next year. But that's what's happening. And, and I think Mistress Money just posted that at the top or Carmen, I'm not sure. Um, you can go up and you can click on that link and register and it's free to register. When you register, you can actually see all the medals and you can see everything about our project on the website. That's one of the things that I am super, super excited about. Um, you know, there's, there's a natural bridge there just in the tech and, and, and what it's used for. There's a natural bridge there. Um, and to see somebody, uh, coming in, um, with the wealth of experience behind them, in real life um, and applying it to the blockchain, it's one of the most exciting things about Web3. Um, it's adding to it. It's adding the value to people, um, giving uh, open access and a loving playing field for people to have an entry point. It's not something that would have been available, um, I believe, outside of Web3. Uh, I firmly believe that, to be honest. Um, and that's what makes your particular project so exciting to me. Um, it's that open access, that level playing field, because it doesn't exist outside of this. Outside of this space, you can't have a conversation with people about rare metals because the cost of entry, right? Um, by owning the token and DCAN, I'm a huge fan of that, um, you can certainly level yourself up, right? Um, so there's so much to unpack with that. Um, but I want to make sure I give everybody an opportunity to ask questions and, and speak, uh, of course, Amanda, hop on in, because I, I, I knew I knew this was going to be a vibe session. You know that, sis. Yes, like that you got even. queens together. Yeah, like, you got I'm queens together. To, I'm just trying to be quiet, but, like, I can't anymore. Like, can, I'm going to spell it all out for you. B-A-W-S-E, okay? Like, I can't even right now. Like, first, your, uh, when I saw your hair, it's giving, like, faux hawk, and then I'm here for the vibe, but like I'm listening to all of the beginnings to now and I'm just blown away because when they say, no matter what you do, if you're gonna succeed, if you're gonna be a leader, you're gonna be a leader in whatever you do. And, and you literally went from the top of the tennis food chain to the top of an international like uh, po politics market, you know? And it's like, you can't, if somebody can, is trying to hold you down, it's just not going to happen. And you are like literally the proof of that. And I can't even like, I'm like here for listening to the steps and, and I'm brand new. I'm walking through the web three. Like, I don't know who, who's and Carmen's letting me know who is everybody, who everyone is. And, you know, I had no idea the steps and the, like the, just the path that you've been on and, and, and I can relate to like, every time I try to step away from this particular, you know, um, environment or, or 
or path. I'm like, okay, something keeps giving me another idea and something. I talk to these ladies and I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should be like walking this way, left instead of right, instead of sitting back and not doing anything, instead be more involved. And it just keeps kicking my, kicking me, <laughs> dragging me, you know, so I, I can understand, but I'm just like blown away. You can't even make this story up. Like you can't make it up. And so I you can't was... make that shit up at all. <laughs> I lived it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and you know, it, we can all relate to at least someone in our lives that's not been encouraging. You know, it's kind of like that story of girl meets boy, girl helps boy, boy doesn't help girl when it's his time. You know, but if he's not the one that your person that's gonna help you, that your person is gonna help you, and it it didn't even take the same language to help, like bring you to where your purpose is supposed to be. So like, I am, I'm here for this conversation. I, I couldn't even be quiet anymore. <laughs> I just want to say, I'm so glad this space is recorded because I'm going to go back when I'm having a bad day. I'm just going to go back and listen to all of the, all of the sweet things you guys are saying about my journey, because it is something it's, it's, when you're living it, when you're living your journey and then you're just doing so much and you're working and you're building and you're maybe helping others or just trying to get through, get by. And especially the last couple of years with the pandemic and just the war and the crisis we've all experienced, it's sometimes you just need to stop and reflect and be like, wow, like I made it. Like I'm, I'm so grateful. Claim it. That, you know, that I'm here, that I've, <laughs> that I've, Absolutely. That I've come this far. Claim it. Absolutely yes. claim it. And this recorded space goes on the podcast. So it can be downloaded on all the other platforms as well. Spotify, Apple, you name it. So it'll be there for you. Um, but much more than that, I, I am glad that, that Amanda is developing the, the fangirl crush. It, it, it is for a reason, right? It definitely is for a reason. And you're right. When you are living your passion and purpose, um, the only hindrance to moving forward will always be only yourself. Only you can stop y'all are you. my y'all are my BFFs. I just throw that <laughs> That's it, right? That's it. Um, but there's so much more to unpack. Um, just being in the space and how you're elevating um, women in the space, elevating those new to the space. Um, it says a lot. Um, you know, when I talk about social responsibility, everybody just kind of roll their eyes and think socialism. But it's not. It's about still being able to earn a profit and do something positive, impact the world around you with it. I'm a firm believer in that. Um, I stand by that. I stand by the numbers that 80% buy into the team, 20% buy in for the product. Um, and it has to be that way because what we're doing, it's all startup. You can have, some, have as much funding as you can coming into Web3 to build. But at the end of the day, you're still asking a community to buy into your vision. And if you're not building that foundation um, to bear the weight of that community, then you're doing it wrong. You're absolutely doing it wrong. A hundred percent. And really one of the tell, one of the telltale signs, whether a community is, or whether a project is something that you can stand behind is how do they treat their community? Are they showing up for their community? Are they, are they caring? Are they giving value? Are they consistent? That's a big one, you know, cause a lot of a lot of these uh, these rug pulls, if you're new to the space, you've probably heard the word rug pull. Be it, watch out for them because they'll come in hot and heavy and hyped, and then they'll leave you 
high and dry after a couple months. Deflated. It's really absolutely deflated. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely deflated. Um, When we talk about Web3 and and we talk about communities, you look at those huge communities that have moved market caps by the billions. It wasn't the project. It wasn't the project that moved that market cap. It was the community. It was the community that bonded over that shared ideal. Um, And there's so many communities that are affected um, with the inability to understand and to find true financial freedom because the cost, the barrier to to just getting in in Web2 always came down to um, how much discretionary income you had. I grew up where there was no discretionary income. It was always putting food on the table and a roof over your head. And anything you had after that, you were grateful for and doing that nine to five grind. And I did that. Absolutely did that. Um, And I have gotten to the point where I am not going to make any apologies for my lived experiences, as well as the education that I've had. Um, And that's because it was hard earned. (laughs) Listen, I paid my dues. I am OG and proud of it. I paid my dues. And so I will no longer be silenced by those that feel I should stay in my cubbyhole. You can't cubbyhole me. You cannot cubbyhole the universe. And that's who I am, right? If you want to take it on a spiritual level, I was created in his image and likeness. So I myself am a god. I'm a goddess. And I'm embracing all of it. I'm here for all of it. And my job, my role, my passion, my purpose is to elevate and shine a spotlight on those around me. And I'm cool with that. I'm so cool with that. I just have to tell you that my mom is here in the background listening in. <laughs> She's like a little birdie on my shoulder, but she is literally dancing and like she is like shouting without saying anything, you know, with her face. And she's just like, yeah, girl. Yes, queen. Like, let's go. Yes. She's like 100 percent what you just said. Like she's literally like dancing around. And, but that's what that. we need. That's what right. we need. We need that energy. We need that vibe. And I'm so happy that you have your mom there with you. I lost my mom a couple of years ago. October is always going to be a, a, a hard month for me. Um, and she was a mom's mom. Listen, we're talking about at 40, after my, my dad passed very quickly with brain cancer, being stuck alone, trying to figure out how she was going to make it. And I'm coming home with my school list. Um, supplies when I was in college, where one of my law books was $250, and she's making $5.15 an hour, working 12 plus hours a day, um, paying rent, and still supporting. And guess what? I got that law book, right? Got that law book. She paid for it. Um, I had that kind of mom. Being neurodivergent and being different, um, the love that I was given, um, the ability to always stay comfortable in my own skin is a testament to where I'm at and where I'm going to be, and it's all due to her. Um, I love that you started out the story saying this is where I was at with my parents and who introduced you into Web3, and you have your mom right there being just as much as a fangirl as I am, um, always having that wind beneath your wings. Um, That's so important. But it also says what we can do together as women in this space, right? Um, I am not going to step away from that responsibility, and I embrace it. We got a couple people who took stage, so um, I want to say hello and welcome to the show, Real Barkley, and then we just got Barb. Real, did you have anything to share or ask a question? Yeah, well, I to be totally cliche, of course, I got triggered by the the whole relationships thing. Um, 
being a female building in the Web3 space, um, it has been absolute hell trying to date somebody. Um, I find that my dates are completely uninteresting unless they understand the Web3 space, which is very difficult to find in the place that I live. So I basically am limited to virtual dating. Um, if you have any tips for dating in the Web3 space as a female builder, I'm down to hear it because three years has been a long time. And it's not because I have issues. I mean, of course, I have issues. We all have issues. But it's been difficult. <laughs> Babe, we all she got baggage. Get out the country. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to tell you right country. now. <laughs> we, we all got baggage. We all got baggage in this space, man. We all bring that Louis Vuitton luggage everywhere we go. So I feel you on that. And as for dating in Web3, here is my, here is my gift to you on this. Listen, get comfortable in being your bed alone or get a pet. <laughs> because or go out the country like there you, go. there you go. There you go. Because the truth is, I have gotten to an age where I enjoy my own company so much that you're going to have to set your game up several levels to beat that shit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. If I can't be <laughs> If I can be my own true authentic self, with someone that I want to share my time with um, and don't understand my passion for Web3, it becomes difficult. As a consequence, there's a, there's a term that's coined in this space calling you, um, if you're in a relationship, then your partner is a crypto widow or widower. And, and that's true. Um, what's the fascination? You're just, you're a bunch of weirdos. Well, yeah, we are, <laughs> you know, we're a bunch of weirdos. Um, but we have the ability to see where this can go. We have the ability of foresight. We have the lived experience on Web2. And this has given us a platform to have a voice. And because we have that voice, we'll no longer be silent. Um, that's a big part of it. Um, and this is not to say one sex is better than the other. Um, it is simply to say that we have the ability because um, we create life in our womb to sometimes take a step back, right? And say, okay, I can definitely see it from someone else's point of view. And because we have that ability to see it from somebody else's point of view, um, what we bring to Web3 is unique and unique to women only. This is not to take away from my kings into space. This is simply to say that we have more of an open dialogue than our counterparts because there's no need for our ego. We don't bring ego to the space. And because we don't bring ego to the space, we elevate the space. Facts. Um, I see Barb has a question, and then we'll go to Crypto Woman. And I just want to shout out Osama in the audience, a uh, real-life uh, former peer of mine in the jewelry business, actually. And uh, he taught himself how to get into Web3, another king. And good morning, Danny. Uh, Barb, let's go to you. What, what do you have to share? I was just going to say, this is so amazing to hear you guys talk. Because as far as the women pre presence is finally starting to grow in, in crypto, and to have like-minded people that are on the same page and the experiences we have all gone through have definitely formed us and made us stronger. But I just want to say thank you to listen to everybody's story, um, especially you, Crypto Woman. Um, I I just love it. But I just had to come in and say hi and um, really enjoying as far as hearing everybody's story. 
so, so happy to have you here, Barb. I'm so glad that you're coming in and then we get to hear your voice. Definitely, you're welcome back anytime. Glad you enjoy the show. Uh, Crypto Woman, what do you have to share? Yeah, just kind of circling back to, I think, what Real Barkley was saying. And um, I just, I don't really have tips on how to find a man because I <laughs> I just don't, I don't even know if I would ever uh, give tips on that. But I do have, a, I guess, like a perspective that um, for me personally, just from my experience with with my partner is a lot older than me. He's over 30 years older than me. And a lot of people would be like, oh, wow, like that's so much. But he was a professional soccer player in Germany. And he uh, is very fit and very young. And he's so positive. And I was never looking for a, a partnership or a relationship. Um until like really it was my mom saw something in him that I didn't even see it I was like I'm getting a divorce I'm not interested in men I don't like men I don't want to even see another man ever in my home um <laughs> literally I was like at that point you know when you're getting divorced you're just uh you're just distraught and you're so like torn apart and you just ha- you just lose hope in relationships you feel broken you, you feel, feel broken. really really yeah. broken really broken and so I was not looking for I wasn't looking for a lover, I wasn't looking for a daddy, I wasn't looking for anything like that. And and also my my partner, he's not a millionaire. Like he's not super rich. So like a lot of people be like, "Oh, you're just with him because he's like freaking loaded, right?" And I'm like, "Uh, actually, uh where I'm with him because he's a compliment to my life. He makes me better." And at the end of the day, like age doesn't define that, gender doesn't define that. And like, I don't care who you are. That's truly one of the most fundamental things in a re- it makes a good relationship is that you and your partner are on the same page and you and your partner, even if they don't speak the same language, you can still understand what's the priority here and supporting one another is so important. Um, and so I guess like the person that might be coming to you, you in the future, Real Barkley, it might be the person that you don't expect. I'm not saying, you know, finds a really old, an older man or whatever at all, because I just I feel like I have a really unorthodox relationship, really unorthodox, but it works for me, you know, in my unique life journey. Can I tell you that the most impactful thing you just said um, is the fact that you 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 let it be known that he makes you better? Just, I, I don't think people truly grasp that um, to be in a relationship where you are your own true, authentic self but then they elevate you by just being a part of your life. And you're right, that is not gender-based um, because I feel like that with the women that are around me and support me, like Amanda, like Carmen, um, like Yomi, um, I feel that, I feel that every day in our chat. Um, so I love, 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 love that you said that. And it's not unorthodox and it should not be unorthodox to have a partner in your life that makes you better. Yeah, I I think that's I think it's the truth, and and I think it I, it's 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 something for me that I I wanted a partner that was a compliment to my life that made me better and wasn't like a have to like oh uh, I'm coming home and it's like oh I'm gonna have my energy stolen from me tonight because of this person is like 
bringing me down or like jealous of me or is like negative or whatever. And like, okay, it's okay if you have a partnership and your partner's going through a phase or going through a time, but if it's a habitual thing and it's part of their character and it's, and it's something that they have an issue with you in the partnership, then that's not okay. That's a fundamental issue that either needs to be fixed or you need to walk away. Walking away is tough. Um, you know, but one of the things that I love about this particular space, um, we get down to the nitty gritty and we talk about it and we keep it real. Um, and the walk away, twice divorce, the walk away, man, the walk away is hard. The walk away is so fucking hard. Um, because part of the responsibility that we, we assume and we assume it as women is where did I go wrong? And sometimes it's not the conversation about where you go wrong is what's not right for you at that moment that you have evolved, that you stepped up your game um, in, in determining the things that make you happy and then being able to claim that happiness and that partner going, oh, wait, um, that doesn't suit you. Oh, happiness doesn't look good on me? Um, no, it don't. <laughs> then I need to lose you, right? That's, um, that's what it comes, that's, that's honestly what it comes down to. Um, happiness doesn't look good on me for you. So you're the one that needs to be excused out of this relationship. Um, and then giving up that, that feeling of failure. That's the tough part. Because when we take on relationships, our body are designed to take something in, right? Um, and, and to be emotionally free, to lay in a bed with someone that's next to you in your most vulnerable moment where you're not up at night um, and a part of your brain can't shut off because you don't trust who's lying in that bed next to you. Um, that's a lot, that's a heavy statement. But these are things that women, um, and I don't wanna class it as a gender. So these are things that people go through and they don't know how to cope. Uh, and so sometimes staying and allowing our lights to dim because we're afraid to push forward on our own. And the fact that you stepped out that light and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm a little bit broken, a little bit broken. Yeah, my branches might have a few breaks here and there, but my roots are still very strong. So I'm going to get up, I'm going to see what this world has to offer, and I'm going to push forward. Um, that age difference has nothing to do with the happiness that you feel. Um, it is what it is. And whether that span is 30 years, 50 years, 60 years, whatever it is, two years, no years, you're a cougar, tell me how to get on. I'm just saying, um, whatever it is, um, if you are in this Hello. moment claiming Hello. your joy, claim your joy. Uh, who's, and I just with... oh, oh, no. we're going to go to Amanda and then we brought up token trip. I want to say hello. Uh, but Amanda, let's go to you first. Okay. Uh, make it quick. You know, just to um, be a little transparent, you know, it's really nice to hear this part because it's my current journey, the stage of my current journey, you know, the whole, I'm going to help you. And then when it's my time, eh, you know, it's, it's, I'm, um, not particularly in, interested in it because I'm interested in it because they are interested in it, you know? And it's like, wait, I, I thought I had my own brain, you know, it's not, I thought I was pretty strong. However, to hear other women, this is why I, I guess maybe we, I gravitated toward Carmen and, and um, money and mistress because it was something that it was supposed to be my next stage. This, 
journey, this stage in my life right now is a rebuilding. And as I'm rebuilding, I'm rebuilding so many other things. And I, it's refreshing to hear other women that say, that say, I'm going through this. I have been through it. This is how I am coping. I'm not, you know, 1000% over it, but I have to keep pushing. I have to keep moving. I have to keep, you know, making it about how can I succeed? And as you, as was stated before, if you listen to the messages and the signs as you continue to take your first or second or third step, you know, you'll start to be guided to the path that you're supposed to be taking. And, and like I said, every time I try to move away, my feet and the signs point a different way. So, you know, I thank everybody for their vulnerability and their transparency because it's something that it's not welcome, but it's also judged. And, you know, it's really nice to see that we're not alone. And it's nice to hear that as well, that I've been through it and you can get through it too. Facts, man, Amanda, I'm so glad that you're on this journey, you know, less than a year after my separation is when I hopped into crypto and I've been doing nothing but elevating and it's a simple strategy, engage, be a community member first, be open minded to learn, right, your mind works like a parachute, it's got to be open. So that's really good information. I'm glad it's 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 supporting you in your journey. Um, before we go back to Will Barkley, I just want to say hi to Token Trip. We brought you up to speak. Um, I know you're from the Kevin Hart Nation team, uh, but did you have anything to share before we go to Will Barkley? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to you know pop in, say hello this morning. I've been listening to you ladies speak, and uh, good morning to you all. Um, I want to just let you guys know: don't take the baby steps for granted. Um, if you do one little thing for yourself, whatever it may be, in whatever direction you're choosing, whatever path you take in your life, one thing a day is 365 new things you did for yourself by the end of the year. Don't take the baby steps for granted. Love that. Ooh, thank you, King. I love that. Real Barkley, let's go back to you. I love this space. First off, I'm going to just start with that. Um, second off, the guy that I'm kind of most seriously dating right now um, is 28 years older than me. So I'm, I'm kind of about that life. Um, but yeah, I just I'm, I'm very grateful to have happened in on this on this space. And I'm very excited to build with you ladies and just let me know how to support you all uh, in your journeys. And thank you, Token Trip, for reminding me, like, the baby steps matter. Because the baby steps, sometimes we forget. And then it's like you feel like you haven't done anything and that you've just been sitting there. And then you're just like, oh, wait, there's actually been a lot of movement recently. And then you're just like, but they've all been little little baby steps, but they've actually gotten me somewhere. Um and so just remembering to have gratitude for that is really nice to have on a Thursday. So thank you. Thank you all for being here. Just wanted to share my gratitude. Oh, you're so, so welcome. 
Our mistress. I think I think we should allow Ro Barkley to to bring her men into here to vet. We'll, we'll, we'll we will run them through the ringer. <laughs> Facts. Listen, we're, we're we're all about that spill tea time. Um, that's, yeah, that's I mean, a Wednesday night event. That's I think. A, oh, or ooh, Friday yeah. or Friday yeah. with Dynasty. <laughs> might might be Friday on Web Three Radio. We get kind of down and dirty on Web Three Radio. Though. I think that's worse. It's Friday. <laughs> Yo, see, you can't you can't mention Friday nights. And Wednesday nights because it's a recorded space on this one, um, and we don't record those. <laughs> Sometimes we have to delete the the Friday night um, just because of the stuff that we get coming through there. Um, <laughs> we get real open and loose. How yes, did I not know about that? <laughs> <laughs> How did I yes, not know about that? That's a fun one. <laughs> we get serious on Thursdays, guys. Um, yeah, we're no, supposed to no, be serious I wanna, here. <laughs> I want to I want to add to this convo, right? I mean, like Crypto Woman had had mentioned before. You know, one of the advantages to her degree was kind of understanding you know framing context it it matters when you tell your story and stuff like that when i when i take a look at what i've learned in my life and things like that i want to remind people especially women that you can have two different energies right your masculine and your feminine and I think that we pull far more masculine energy with that alpha female, you know, business mindset. When we come in, we don't see ourselves as anything less and we come in to dominate and we 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 act equal, right? And we take our skill set and we do what needs to be done and we make that paper. But, you know, in our personal lives, we can pull a different kind of energy and, and you don't have to be one or the other and you don't have to ever explain yourself when doing that. Um, so you just have to know who you are and you have to find that energy that's going to complement who you are and support you. And, and being in a couple to me is never about, you know, being one entity where you can't be two separate people, two separate lives, two separate journeys, two separate loves and passions for how you spend your days, how you make your money and how you guys want to connect, you know, outside of that business time. But that that's my two cents there. What do you have to say, Crypto Woman? Yeah, that just that you just said something that triggered me, the masculine feminine feminine thing, because I was in my last relationship was I, I became very masculine because I didn't feel like I had the space to be my true feminine, like allow, uh, let my true femininity out. And I have to read you guys this. I took a picture of this. I screenshotted this guy on TikTok said the exact thing that made so much sense to me when I heard this, it blew my mind and it made so much sense of my relationship now why I feel like so like I'm a power woman. I want to wear red lipstick. I want to wear, you know, dresses and heels and I want to wear power suits. And like, I just felt, I feel so much more feminine than I ever did before. And the guy in TikTok yes. said, he said this, taking your girl out of her masculine era and into her soft feminine era is a flex. That means you're bringing her real peace. I'm just Who gonna is this it. fool? Who I'm is this fool? Because I, oh I have to follow him. I have to follow him. I have to follow him. Wait, wait, wait. One more time. Taking your girl out of her masculine era and into her soft feminine era is a flex. That means you're bringing her real peace. You know, mm, we're, wow. we're going to go down that rabbit hole. We are just going to dive mm -hmm. right down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Because let's, let's, let's break it apart. That is so very true about the energies that we house 
inside of ourselves. It is very true. And I've had to walk both sides. When it comes to business, I am as cutthroat as the next education. Have to be is I earn that right to speak. I have earned it through my education and through my lived experiences. I've earned that seat at that table. And I will not allow my gender to be reduced down to, oh, that's nice. No, it's not nice. It's not nice. So I have to bring that, that, that male energy because that's what's required at that time. At home, I want to follow. That's me. That's what does bring me peace. I don't want to be that yes. alpha female at home. At home is my sanctuary. I want to be able to sit back and know it can be taken care of. I don't want to control everything because control is a fallacy, right? So when you force me in an environment where I'm supposed to be at peace, to still have to take that control, to still have to dominate, to still have to bring that alpha energy, it does not put me in a position of peace it brings out the Aries goddess of war that's what it does so I love this fool and I need to follow this fool on TikTok for real because that fool is spilling some serious serious tea and the world needs to hear that you know it's funny that I, I I'm here and I'm like I always say I'm new I don't know how new they consider me now but if you don't some people don't know I, I cook I'm a chef and one of the most, one of the hardest things that you have to do is find a balance of, I don't want to be considered a, a male in the kitchen. I mean, you're going to be a bitch. You're going to be a bitch to somebody because you have to be stern. You have to find a balance. But I like to think more female chefs are more fair, at least because we listen. And that goes back to our, I think, nature. However, I still have to be aggressive. I have to, because otherwise they will walk over me. They will cook over me and I won't let that happen. And, you know, it, it's interesting. My profile picture, um, just give a little, it was a viewing party I had for a show. I was just uh, on, on Hulu. And uh, that was because I needed to feel, it was like at the beginning of my transition, I needed to feel like the self that I had felt like I lost or am losing in the kitchen and I wasn't really, you know, doing the girly thing because I felt like I was, I had to kind of bring, bring my pretty down, if you will, not say, you know, I'm <laughs> that pretty, but, but this picture makes me feel empowered to say, okay, I can do both. I can be both, but I can be, you know, uh, but I can still uh, reflect a female in the kitchen, hence the name Chef Unlimited SAGF, but and still represent the strength that I need to um, to be successful in the career and still be that feminine individual outside of the kitchen. Yeah, I just went down the timeline and posted that tweet with you dancing in the kitchen. I had to. You did not. <laughs> yes, I did, and posted it to the Jobatron. Oh that's what no. We're talking about. Find your joy. I followed this right. guy on TikTok. He's that. He's that. Um, he's a teacher, <laughs> and he ends the day with find your joy, and that's it. And that people think that happiness is this eternal thing that you wake up every day and be happy. Fuck no. <laughs> there are days you have to go to war to find that moment of joy. But, but that moment of joy can be found, and that <laughs> is where the glass is always half full. 
and not half empty. I remind people, you know, you have a bad day. <laughs> this is, you know, TikTok is life right now. TikTok taught me when you have a bad day, just give up. Just give up for that day. Just go home. <laughs> just don't do any more. But guess what? It's a bad day, not a bad life. I used to have that written on my my mirror every single day because I lived a retail life. And we be we could be catching all them retail Karens, okay? So I get triggered very easily when somebody wants to speak to a manager. Um, but, you know, my journey in terms of, like, my, my, my masculine, my feminine energy, it's always been a push and pull for me to understand that. So, you know, I had to come out today you know at 40 and be like this is who i am take it or leave it right we don't have any more time for any more bs i was raised in a family where my dad had six children one of them was a son he had he ended up with five girls and that son now i come from a culture very patrilineal like he's the king of his house the king of his family and his generation and that's how they lived it's it's a micronesian cultural lifestyle and for him you know, he would have raised my brother, who was two years younger than me, I'm the eldest, as the next in line, as the person that's going to take care of the next generation. But my brother was terminally ill, physically, died at the age of 18. And my my dad put all that pressure onto me. Had I not had and lived in that situation, I would have probably ended up like the rest of my sisters, which is, you know, he didn't put so much effort into building this this mindset, this this, you know, relentlessness that he would have been taught to have built into a son. And then from there, you know, living my life, I'm I'm bisexual. So for a long time, I had a, a marriage with a, my ex-wife. And, you know, I pull a very feminine energy, even though business-wise, I'm very alpha. And most people can't clock me. So when I was with my ex-wife, they can't tell that I that I swing both sides or that I'm that I'm with a woman, you know. And and so those things shock people, and you have to live life with those. It's like you come out every single day, um, whether it's business, you know. People just want to know, hey, who's your plus one? Come near the company Christmas party, and you show up, and you know, like these things have just been slapped in my face all my life. Now I, you know, I love good good love stories, and I'm dating. You know, I have a boyfriend now. And I could be a stepmom and, and I never had my own kids because it was just never something that was an option. But these masculine and feminine energies and the ebb and flow like my journey and what other people have to deal with, with, you know, dealing with a career, having a stance there. You have to you have to dissect these things for yourself. And it's OK to be in the gray area because I'm telling you a big percentage of us are in the gray area and that's okay. And that's what communities are gonna do is they're gonna uncover this. With the advantage of technology and the internet and the web and cell phones in your hand and being able to connect with people that you would have never connected to in 1970, you know, these are things that are opening up our eyes and telling us who, you know, that we exist and that there's a diversity there and that we should be way more tolerant than our parents ever taught us to be. Now, real Barkley, let's go to you. You had your hand up. Absolutely. I think that the male, the masculine and feminine energies that we have to encompass as humans is so imperative, um, not only not only in our dating life, but also in our business life. And I even like I'll put on rap music before big meetings just to like get that masculine like energy 
to, you know, pump myself up for stuff. Um, and it honestly works great. It honestly works great. But I wanted to put us down another rabbit hole as well um, and get to the PFPs and pictures. Because honestly, I love NFTs and I love the communities that they offer. But I do feel like sometimes based on your NFT, you get different treatment. And especially like being a female in the space or building brands outside of Twitter, you still want continuity. And it's important that you stick with like, like what Chef was saying, something that makes you feel, you know, empowered. Um, what, what, is, what are your views on these things? Mistress knows that I, I'm like fully docs and that was one of my integrity drivers when I got into this space. So my PFP rarely ever changes to an NFT. I might do it for a day. Um, I put myself out there, but it's a pretty interesting conversation to have because I also think that I have found a lot of women who present themselves as men in like the Telegram and the Discord to avoid unwanted attention and like distractions when they're trying to do business, right? I myself am understanding that in the world of DeFi and because I work in Web3 full time, that I have I have taken myself out of the corporate machine where I have a, you know, a, a requirement where I can't go to other companies and work for other companies using my own talent and skill set. And in Web3, I work for a lot of people, right? I have diversity and they have to understand that if they want me, they have to share me. And I also understand, too, that I'm building my own brand. Like, who I work for is very, is, is going to be temporary. It could be temporary. It could be a decision where I don't agree and I need to pull out. And that's my right to do that. And it's a different space than the normal rat race life that most of us have lived before coming into this space um, full time. And so I recently had made a move and Mistress has seen it, Chef has seen it, and um, Yomi has seen it, where I took a, a, a like a, a big step for myself and I went in and did a boudoir shot for a book and I'm like you know this is where we kind of come back to crypto woman with her bare shoulder and I'm like you know what I can do whatever I want and I I need to step into my feminine and I need I want that to be a part of my identity um, to help celebrate and support and show others that this is something that they can do um, so you know when we take a look at PFPs I also see women get super hyped up when we see feminine uh, PFPs. We immediately go running like I want to represent myself for that. And so we have to have that representation here. But definitely we have an unconscious bias that is always within ourselves. And as we become community members, we need to teach tolerance. We need to educate. We need to work on the mindset before we talk about the gains in this space. And this is why we can see NFTs have so much hype around it. Um, but where's that hype when it comes around to the female, you know, projects? It's an opportunity missed. I, I am. Um, <laughs> I'm just blown away by the questions being asked because it's it's really not a rabbit hole at all. Um, a through part to our vision and mission statement as the Queens of Crypto. Um, and it's funny that you're the one to, to tap directly in to the left line of what it is, right into it. Um, Crypto Woman and I appreciate that. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to do this and reset the room before we take your questions again or your comments, Crypto Woman, um, with one of my favorite songs. It's a couple of years dated, but you know, it's trending 
on on TikTok. Did not come across it that way. Um, always had it as part of my 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 playlist. Um, but I absolutely love it. Um, so we'll reset the room with that. Take a moment. We've got so much more to get into. Uh, make sure you like, follow everyone on the speaker panel. Please, by all means, share the room. We are open and inclusive um, for all, right? So it's not just the queens here chit-chatting with the queens. Um, we've got some strong kings that stand beside and behind us, um, and we're embraceive of everyone.
I absolutely love that song. Um, part of my regular Let's Get Hype playlist. Um, but really, it, and, and I don't want it to seem like we're just all about this feminine energy, but we are never going to be shy about who we are. Um, we've had to do that for way too long. Um, and I absolutely believe that um, we are capable of doing it all. I don't want to do it all. I don't want to do it all. I don't want to wear all those labels. I don't want to have all those titles. Can I do it? Yes. Do I want to do it? No. Should I do it? No. Um, I am comfortable in simply being me and picking and choosing the labels and the roles that I want to fulfill. Um, and so I am all about being able to sit back and let somebody else shine and elevate them to that space to shine. At the same time, um, I'm still comfortable being me. Uh, I will always speak up um, when I have an opinion to share. I will always give that in a business format. It's fundamentally a part of who I am. That feminine energy also wants to mother. Um, I embrace motherhood. Um, I will say to the end of my dying days, my greatest accomplishment will always be my children. But that's not for everyone. And that shouldn't be said simply because I'm a woman and I gave life. Um, it should simply be, be because um, I have the care and the responsibility for raising three human beings that can make this world better. Their impact should be felt in their communities. It should be felt in their circle. And it should be felt in their network. That's my contribution to this world. Um, and so when you're speaking and being a part of a panel that talks about um, empowerment, um, but also um, what holds us back, right? When, when, when we can honestly talk about the things that hold us back as women because of that fear of how we may be perceived, because we only fall into two categories. We can only be a bitch or a mother. And that's so not us. I, I embrace those labels, no problem with it, but it's not all who I am. And it's not all that I need to be. And it's not all who you should define me to be. I am fully, fully capable. You know, uh, there's two things I want to say and then I want to ask a question. Uh, but that's one of the, the kind of missions that I started Chef Unlimited with. And I don't want to talk too much about that. But um, what I do want to do is just say the, the, the name itself was because I, one, couldn't copyright the name chef because it was too close to the actual word. But two, I wanted to show all of the facets and the the things that women represent. We're not just mothers, like you said. We're not just mothers and bitches. That's two extremes. Those are two extremes that we are not. In between there, we're uh, business women. We're, uh, you know, uh, hey, prancers or whatever, equestrians, you know, wh whatever it is that you makes your heart sing, whatever it is that makes your heart happy, we're those things in between. And finding that, that balance and finding that person that you are is one, of, has, is one of the hardest things, especially in this superficial type of world now. We are trying to find just the, a good balance of who we are, you know. And just to crypto woman, I wanted to find out from you what do you feel was your biggest challenge in restarting? And what do you feel like was your motivating factor in doing so? Like, not just motivating factor, but like you literally started <laughs> a whole new career. 
And so when doing that, how did you really make that transition to say, okay, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And just boom, get it done. Yeah, that's a loaded question uh, for sure. And thank you for asking um, because it's it's not easy to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm no longer a tennis professional. I'm going to be a digital marketing person like that's that's my new vocation. I think it was something that like I I started playing tennis when I was like as soon as I could walk like I was I was bred to be a tennis uh, champion or athlete like my you know my parents really pushed that. And so growing up, I was traveling all over the country playing tennis, and I earned my scholarship to university for tennis. And then I went on to become this tennis trainer and tennis coach because I was injured. Um, so I couldn't go pro um, in tennis. I had to, like, you know, help others do that. And then I think my, I think my whole life, I've always wanted to be in, into something more creative. Like, I think that my plan was never to be this tennis freak or this tennis champion. Like that was really my parents really pushed that. My dad really pushed that um, for my sister and I to be these, um, I guess, trophy children. (laughs) And, um, you know, although that was, that was definitely an experience in itself. I think internally I always wanted to do something more creative and more, artistic. And then I realized later in life, um, as I was being, you know, as I was playing tennis at university, and I was studying that I wanted to be in business, I think that my I real I realized my talents were in leadership and business, because I was the captain of my tennis team in high school, I was a captain of my tennis team in university. And I really excelled in the areas of like management and leadership. Because that's just, I think it's just, it was just wired in me, like internally. And so I wanted to do something in business, but I didn't know what exactly. And I really was drawn to marketing. And so that's why I started taking classes online to study. And I got certified in digital marketing online. And that's how I was able to make the transition. Because I really felt that without at least a certification or without something, I wouldn't be able to reinvent myself. Like I I had a serious case of um and still do really to this day i mean believe it or not even no matter how much i'll accomplish i'll probably still feel this internally um and it's really a mental thing is is imposter syndrome like i have this 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 really intense feeling of imposter syndrome that you're a tennis player you're really good at tennis you were the best in tennis why the heck do you change why you want to change and do something else people would kill to be as good as you were in tennis, you know, like people would, people would do so much to be in the position you were to have won an award, a national award to be the best tennis coach in the country. And you ungrateful person decided that you don't want that. You threw it all away. Like that's the, that's my internal like negative voice that I try to tone out like to now, <laughs> because I know that there's a bigger calling in my life. And I knew that even though I was really good in this one thing. It doesn't mean that I can't be good in something else. But I know that the same amount of work and discipline and professionalism and, and consistency I put into being the best in tennis, I have to take that same tenacity and that same drive and put it into what I'm doing now to be the best as a businesswoman. It's no different if you're in sports is really a great a great lesson in sports. If you are really good at a champion in sports, you can take that same 
that same uh, formula and use that same recipe. You know, you're a chef. You use that same recipe for business. It's the same thing. It's just a different, it's just a different animal. It's all in the mind. I understand. Thank you. Thank you. Token trip, let's go to you. Oh, no, I accidentally put my hand up. That was my bad. Well, now you got to say something. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I feel that same vibe. I mean, like, how many times do you have to climb Mount Everest, right? You got to, as, as a person with that personality, how you succeed and the accolades that you get isn't the, the end. It, it's not the finish line, right? The, that type of personality that can find discipline that's relentless, that wants to go and accomplish, is going to still need to feed that hunger. So it makes sense to me that you would climb the top of your tennis mountain and say, what's next for me, right? Because you have to challenge yourself. People might ride your coattails on the way up, right? And, and you're going to determine which energy is truly supporting you. But in the end, it's you. It's you taking action every single day that's getting you across the finish line and however you want to accomplish what feeds your soul and what's going to make you feel like you're being your best self for days to come is what you put yourself into. And so you find that people with this personality type <clears throat> Like, for example, myself, I'm a learner and I want to be an educator. That's my life purpose. And so from that, I constantly have to go through that challenge and the battle of starting new. And so when you say, hey, I went from tennis to something completely different, some people really feel that need to just like start something new, challenge themselves to ride and uh, to get to the top of another mountain. And it, and it shouldn't feel like it lacks common sense to do so. Wow, you just like you just you just hit it right on the right in the center of the target <laughs> with that right in the middle of the dartboard. You just threw it right in the center. I mean, that just that is that for me, like I didn't even realize it, but you just said it that yeah, like I had reached the top of what I saw was okay, my, I'm gonna max out at three hundred thousand dollars a year. And with tennis, like I saw that was the end. Like I've, I'm the best and it doesn't get it better than this. And I think also it was innately, I was burnt out and it wasn't, it became no longer a passion for me. And I had to evolve. I had to reinvent myself and find the next thing so that I could rediscover that, you know, what, what makes me when I wake up in the morning, what, what lights my fire? And then also what can give me the potential to make $300,000 a month, you know, like, I want to have that kind of potential instead of someone telling me, uh, you know, you, you, I would love to pay you this much, you know, a hundred thousand a year or whatever. And that being their expectation for me, but I'm, I'm so much bigger than other people's expectation for me. Like I'm actually saying, and this is a recorded space, so this could be a historical moment, but I'm saying the next 10 years I'm building business and the next and the next 10 years after that, I'm building in politics. And I'd like to run for the president of the United States in 20 years. I mean, shoot for the moon and you'll land among the stars. I mean, literally, that's that's like the mindset I have. Because if, if at some point you have to look in the mirror and say, 
if I'm questioning the leaders in the in the world and the government, and I'm questioning the way people are running business, and I'm questioning the way people before me, people who are older than me, people who are, you know, quote unquote, wiser than me or more experienced and knowledgeable than me, they're, how they're doing things. And I have better ideas in my mind. I think I have a good idea or a better concept. Well, why don't I look in the mirror and, and go ahead and, and say to myself, I'm the one, I'm, I'm the one that's called to be a world changer, to be the next leader, to be the next person who's going to bring the next big project to the world, you know? Yeah, yes, queen. <laughs> and yes, that's why we're you, in that, of crypto, you y'all. Hello, at welcome a, to the Twitter okay. space. Hello. <laughs> An hour and 36 minutes ago, we had you at a four. Now we got you pumped up to a 10, and I'm loving it, right? Because you climbed a mountain, and you're like, next. Now you're on Pluto on their mountain, right? And you're saying, hey... And you bring up a good point because it's you, we in Web3, if you're doing this full time, you got to make sure that you're remembering a couple of fundamental things, which is, look, we are building and we got to ask ourselves, should we? And we got to take a look and decide what don't want I like outside of Web3 that I don't want to replicate over here and how can we do things differently? And so when women come into this space and say, hey, I want to flip the script. I want to change the optics. I want to change the perceptions and I want to, I want to grow more tolerance and I want to be a beacon of an example of setting a standard and saying, come along. Right. And we don't forget to bring people along, finding people who are passionate about like web three, <clears throat> as simple as chef, you and I met because I was on a women's panel and you came up to me after I, I got off stage and from there, look at where we are today and look at how empowered you are. And I haven't, I didn't, I didn't sit over your shoulder telling you what buttons to press because that's not the right mindset to walk into the space to. Now you've come in, you've got a network and you've got people that are can mentor you and support you. And we have a moral capability to continue to do that and to help support and hold the hands of others, but do it without data dumping for the gains, right? Because we're what we're what we're building is bigger than that. And what I want to see happen in this bear market is that we focus on what communities are going to look like. Because with the power of the blockchain and that immutable record, we can really determine what value, what benefits do I owe you and do I need to be held accountable for as a team leader, right? Of any project. And and we're building a better process to be able to transact between each other. Because if we take a look at social media and the way that people feel entitled with fortune 500 companies out there running amok running amok we have great people in this space that are going to be fantastic leaders when it comes to the technology advancement and momentum that's building but we have to understand that when we unlock mass adoption people are coming in with a consumer mindset and so we got to pay attention to how communities are being built and what kind of tolerance we are teaching people to have through that education and empowerment of that mindset that. Real Barkley, I'm going to come to you. Absolutely. I agree 100% with everything you're saying. Um, preach it. Uh, what I wanted to touch on was the leadership of, I am so happy to hear another female say that they want to be in the space of leadership of being the president of the United States, because I have had so many people call me a narcissist for saying that. Um, but Honestly, the things that we can create in Web3, I think, can displace government structures in, in a way that is, you know, freeing of, of even those sort of leadership roles. 
um, to create new leadership roles. I think the things that we can create together are going to be beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, so I wanted to touch on that, that I love that, um, to hear that in this space. I'm so glad it's making an impact for you because, you know, Crypto Woman, you had meant you mentioned actually you quoted Les Brown, really great motivational speaker, right? Shoe for the moon. And then if you miss, you land amongst the stars. And when you tell your story, it's so important to first understand who you are and where you're coming from and what your message needs to be. So I appreciate you for saying that. And thanks for the feedback reel. I'm going to go to Token Trip and then we'll go to Amanda. So I just wanted to say that uh, don't all don't only pay attention to what you're building, but what other people are also building in the space around you. Um, pay attention to how you invest. Don't just invest into something because of hype, right? If the project is doing something that is against the code per se of Web3, right? Like Disney, for example, um, they had to go and build their own metaverse because none of the metaverses would partner with them because they wanted 50% creator royalties on everything that was created on their platform. Okay. And so all the metaverses that were big, uh, when Disney decided that they were going to go do the rounds, um, turn them down because they were only doing 10% creator royalties and weren't going to change it to 50%, um, just specifically for Disney. Right. And so Disney had to go make its own metaverse and that's happening now. But, um, I don't necessarily think that we should all be investing into Disney just because it's a big name, right? I mean, if they're doing 50% creator royalties and everybody else is only doing 10, do we want to support 50% creator royalties as a thing? No, we probably don't, right? There are things that just because a project is a big name or just because it's a big thing or just because it's going to have some hype or whatever doesn't mean it's actually doing something that's beneficial for the space or that it's doing something in a positive way. And if you invest your money into that type of a thing, you are just promoting that to exist. You are becoming part of the problem. And so you have to like pay attention to those type of things as well. I have a comment actually about that token trip. That's so well, well spoken, so well said, such good insight. And I think it gives us a lot to think about because it, that's ju- that's not just you know Disney, but that's any brand name <laughs> that's out there. Are we are we taking a moment to think about our purchases, not just in Web three, but just all purchases? And what are what are we supporting exactly? Is it are we just reaching for that brand name because we recognize it because it's a brand, or are we reaching it for it because that's the best option? Like, are we really thinking through what we are? putting our our hard-earned money into or are we just saying oh i've just seen that brand everywhere as you said they're, they're really good advertising so i'm just going to buy that or i'm just going to support that project well we should really do dyor you know do your own research and and really be i think it's called making intentional purchases or making like you utilizing yeah, intentional investing Correct. Yeah, intentional, intentional investing, like every purchase, you think about it before you, you purchase it. Because as we all know, our cash is becoming less and less. Inflation is becoming more and more. And the value of a, of a dollar or whatever currency you use is you really have to think about where all your dollars are going. I mean, seriously. And that's not just in Web 2, Web, web 1 or like, you know, in real life, but that's also in Web 3 now. 
there's a lot of these brand names that are out there that are like wonderful, but are they doing the best next best thing for the industry? Do and they belong in, in right. Web3? Um, exactly. And in a lot of cases, that answer is no. That's not true. That's, that's not true. And this is where I'm going to play the devil's advocate. I don't care what got you to Web3. I don't care what your portal entry was. I don't care what brand that brought you to Web3. I want you in Web3. Will there people that will support the big brands? Absolutely. What best supports a chart? Um, movement best supports a chart. Um, transactions best support a chart. Um, social responsibility is not for everyone because not everyone is equal. So, yes, you're going to have those big brands coming in. They're going to want to maintain the Web2 investment strategy that make them the money, that has always made them money. The key part to understanding decentralized comes right down to ownership and acceptance. And I say that because it's about your personal journey. It will continue to be your personal journey in Web3. So I don't draw the lines on who should invest and what they should invest in. What I do ask is if that's the route you choose to invest, what are you doing with your profit? Are you going to be social responsible with your profit and give back and elevate and uplift those that are marginalized by the Web2 system? Um, so I don't care if you made your money, SafeMoon, Disney, um, any place else. I don't care. Oh, of course. I, yeah. honestly, I honestly don't care. What I do care about is what you do with the profit. And that's the harder pill to swallow as a society. Um, we yeah, it's just never going to be about who onboarded you. Um, yeah. In terms of that, like there's going to be a lot of these platforms that are going to partner with Xbox, PlayStation, you know, Microsoft, and and all these different things. And they should, yeah. obviously, right? And they, there are going to be a lot of people onboarded into, say, Disney, for example, right? Because that's yeah. the example we were using. Um, and they're going to get onboarded into a system where it's 50% uh, royalty contracts. And they're not really going to know any better until they start researching things, right? And at that point, then it becomes up to their discretion, I guess, what they want to choose for the future of the design of the world. I am, I am one of those people that will not pay attention to my surroundings. Um, and, and that's deliberate. And the reason why I pay no attention to my surroundings, I mean that to say that I am grown into who I am, that being who I am bends my surroundings to suit me. I don't accommodate my surroundings. Um, I think that breaks you as a person when you give up who you are to accommodate those that are around you, right? Um, that's a fallacy within yourself. And so I'm not going to look to see what the other project is building. Um, I'm simply going to do and stay the course for what I'm building because I'm a firm believer that my vision can be bought into, that my vision can be shared goal and achievable. Um, I know a lot of, of, of speakers in this space that uh, are absolutely thrown for a loop by Broken Sea. And yes, it's definitely Broken Sea. Refuse to call it anything else. Um, and the platforms that you should be on um, when you bring out a project. If you're not on this project, if you're not on this platform, you can't get the visibility required. Um, you can't really move anything. Bullshit. Bullshit. I am all for that slow build. I am all for that organic build. I am all for that community that's going to hold my floor and build with me because what I'm bringing to the table 
is the pieces to build the machine that's going to break the fucking wheel. At the end of the day, that's all I can be concerned with. That's the vision that is shared, the goal. And we do not use the tagline for a tagline. We collaborate to conquer in Web3. So I will work with the devil to make sure that who I have to put food on the table for is able to eat. Does that mean working with Disney? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it does. Because at the end of the day, when you talk about mass adoption, it is each project's responsibility to make sure that they have that process in place to onboard new investors. Whether that investor came through that portal of 50% to Disney, come over my way, bro. You're spending 50% over there. You only spend 10% over here. It makes sense. It makes right. sense. You, you no, how someone gets onboarded is is going to be uh, basically that's step one, right, is once you get onboarded, that's step one is getting onboarded into crypto and getting your MetaMask set up, getting your first little NFT and your first little project and jumping into your first little thing. That's all like one giant step. From there, then it's up to you what you choose to do in the Web3 space and what you choose to invest in and what you choose to participate in and what you choose to, you know spend your money on i guess and where you choose to put it and uh in a lot of ways you know people i hope that there will be people that will see the 50 percent from disney and the 10 percent on another platform and choose to go with that as a whole right um and not just choose to go with disney just because it's a big name and it's going to have a lot of movement on the token because they can influx it with payments from Disney and from other things that they're doing for advertising and marketing and blah, 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 to make the token look good. Right. Um, big companies have that ability, right? Smaller cryptocurrency projects. They don't have that ability as much because they don't have billions of dollars in backing from other ventures that they can just siphon off of into and say, Oh, well, we're just going to back this token a little bit more with the whole capital of the portfolio. Right. Um, and they can do that. They can take portions of their portfolio and put it more into the token and make it look good for the day or whatever, right before they do a marketing drop and all this stuff and really make it jump. And uh, smaller projects are not going to have that same ability. So I do hope that over the course of time, um, people will come to the realization, I guess, that it is less about how much you can make in a single project in a day and how much you can make day trading. And it's more about how much the actual benefit to the world is going to be at the end of the day. But that's the separation between an NFT for good and an NFT for change and a social impact project. Um, and that's the beauty of Web3 because this is absolutely. Yeah, absolutely but they all the, should be. No, no, not for a free economy. No. Um, <laughs> and, and again, coming from me, this might strong, really, sound really strange, but, but let's be fair here. We're in a space to make Well, money. it's not free. It's for your engagement. It's well, not free. It's for okay. your time. You invest okay. your time. You invest your engagement. You invest In terms of, like, say, a metaverse of any kind, the time that you spend inside of that game, they are using the computing power of your all computer to run things that, that's on my personal opinion. blockchain. All, all metaverses are useless. That's my personal well, opinion. They're, they're, hold, see, on. So, hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. There are many ways to talk about what a metaverse is and isn't. I'm not going to get into that. But, but the fundamental line here is people are here to invest. People are here to make money. I will never say profit is a bad thing, ever. If you earn your bag, 
where you earn your bag, that's entirely up to you. It is a personal choice. Kudos to you to earning that bag. Tell me how I could get on because I want to earn some too. It's social responsibility with your profit and what you do with it. Um, and you can't curtail. And that's the key right here and why I'm speaking on this the way I am. For you to dictate how anybody comes into this space, what they should spend on and who they should support, that's too much of Web 2 and Web 1 for me. That's, it, it really is. So I do not go down that rabbit hole. And I do not have those discussions. If it's big brand, small brand, don't care who it is. Is there a possibility to make money? Yes. If I make money, it's my responsibility and what I choose to do with it. That's the conversation that I want to have. I want to have a conversation about making a social impact with the profit you have earned, um, regardless of what brand you earned it on. And people over a period of time are going to understand the distinctions that they should make for themselves on how to invest in this space. And that big brand is needed. It is definitely needed um, because it elevates the space. So again, don't care who onboarded you here, but you're here now. And if you're here with me, I'm going to show you a different way to do it. But I will never beat you over the head with knowledge because that's the one stumbling block to allow you to learn. The minute you start beating people over the head with knowledge is when they start stepping back and saying, I don't want that data dump. I don't want that data dump. It's got to be simple for me. And if I'm coming because Disney is here, then that's my entry point. And then when I choose to open up and you come into spaces like this and you look at other small projects and you fall in love with the team, you fall in love with the art, you fall in love with the project, you fall in love with whatever is out there for you, then it becomes a different way on how you choose to invest. But I will never dictate to you how you should invest and who you should invest in. That's too much Web 2 and Web 1 for me. But I'm going to leave that out there. What's up, Real? This conversation is phenomenal. So, and I'm, I'm going to show for just like two seconds because what we are creating is basically this local economy where we can use NFTs as well as um, token to invest in tokenized fractional real estate as a community inclusive of those experiencing homelessness. So what you're saying about the big brands having to be involved, I've thought on that a lot of whether or not we should include these bigger brands because we've got so many, like we're literally basic, building a new economy, basing the only valuation to be real estate. Like that's the only thing that we're holding actual valuation on, right? It's a nonprofit. So do we in good faith work with companies that aren't of the same beliefs, especially of me, because I'm creating it right now, which is why I'm putting it as a DAO, like Chick-fil-A do if they come up to us and they're like, Hey, we really want to do a web three project. Do I say, Oh yeah, absolutely. We will partner with you. Or do I not? Because they're active against the, LGBTQ community what like these questions are very very important to be asking right now I absolutely agree yeah and um mistress but again I I just I just want to make clear though Carmen that that even though um a big part of who they are their identity um and what they do and don't support at the end of day is fucking food and I will order Chick-fil-a all day long 
and still can showcase my support of the LGBT community. Um, I'm not one of those people that is going to jump on the bandwagon and boycott. Um, fuck no. The sandwiches is the best, man. I don't care what you say. And I want it. I'm going to eat it, right? Um, but just as I'm spending that 10 bucks to buy that sandwich, I'm spending 20 to support the LGBT community. That's right. Hey, mistress, I don't mean to interrupt, and, and we're going to continue this conversation. <clears throat> but for our guest today, she has a hard stop in about five minutes, and I really wanted to give everyone an opportunity to maybe ask any questions or give Crypto Woman an opportunity to kind of wrap up her session with the Crypto Queens today. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Well, I just want to say it was nice to meet you at uh, Web3 and, you know, just taking the time to just say hello. But, um, you know, I just, what's your next project? What's your next, I mean, you did mention about the uh, rare minerals, and, but right now, are you speaking anywhere? Are you going um, down to Miami? What's next? And where can we yeah. stalk you at? Where can we stalk you at? Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me break it down. Like, right. Shut up. Okay. I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm going to put it out there. Like, I got you. I got you. I And I think this is a great question to close today because I actually I'm going to drive an hour to my next meeting and I don't have Wi-Fi on the go because my phone is based in Germany still, so it doesn't understand a USA rules with the Wi-Fi situation. Um, but yes, I just posted something at the top. Um, I'm having a women, a Web3 women's retreat at a castle in Mallorca, Spain, January 26th through the 30th of this coming January. And, um, and this is like, if you are female and you wanna come and you wanna bring your partner, it you pay for the room. And then it's like food and, you know, all the activities are all included. You just need to like get yourself there and then it's, and then it's good. Um, it's going to be a great time. I'm, I'm bringing in some um, women founders, some thought leaders from all over the world, from Mexico, from Great Britain, from New York City, across like digital fashion, um, NFTs, uh, integrating blockchain technology into a regular, I guess, normal Web2 company. And um, it's going to be a really great time. So definitely check that out. The, my very next event I'm planning is in Sarasota, Florida on December 3rd. I'll be speaking there. We're planning um, at the Westin Hotel. And if you follow me on Twitter, I do tweet about these things uh, from time to time. You can also find me on all social media platforms, and NFT is my handle on all platforms and um and something i just i just started like yesterday is i'm trying to get this like this like um group together on facebook but that's like kind of something i'm working in the back in the background so if you follow me on twitter you'll see all the notifications on like what's happening and you'll never miss anything how long are you in uh, florida for this time She's so, there now. I think yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here now, and I'll, I'm here until the 22nd. I fly on the 22nd to see my family in Atlanta. I have my sister lives in Marietta, Georgia, and so we're all getting together for Thanksgiving for the week. Um, and then after that week, I'm coming back for like the first week of December. I have my event December 3rd. I'm thinking about whether or not I should make a special appearance to our Basel or not. I don't know. I haven't so decided yet. I want to see you events. again, Bex. Can I want to see you again. Miami? I'm going to. 
yeah, I'm going to be out there after Thanksgiving for DecentralCon. And I'm going to be emceeing one of the two stages over at the Miami's Women's Summit. So I would really love to invite you. Um, come as my guest to the Women's Summit. Let's let's go because I'm going to be on stage the whole time. I need I need a partner to go and degen out and go network everybody. That would and- literally be so amazing. Send me the details in my DM. I would love to be there. You know, I'm always I'm always up for um, public speaking. I've been public speaking. I started really the last year um, since I'm the I'm like the only woman in my blockchain my blockchain company out of like 30 guys, and so um, I think. I have I have some interesting perspective as, as you heard from my journey over the this past two hours talking on the on the space, and um, yeah, send me all the information in the in the DM, Carmen. I would just I would love to be there, um, and especially if I have the time, then I would love to see you, of course. Yes, and uh, yeah, DM me your email. I'm going to send you some information, and we'll get you on the list. But thank you so much for coming. Before she leaves, if you guys haven't already, please follow her. This is where she keeps all of her dealings updated in Twitter. And again, thank you. Thank you so much for taking uh, stage with us and sharing your story. Yeah, I think Yomi has a, a question. Um, I don't necessarily have a question. I just wanted to come back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, uh, I have a question for you while why I got you up here. Hey, Jamie, um, real quick, yeah. For TMNG Global, um, question regarding into that, is there going to be any other cryptocurrency that will be used to trade in and out of that marketplace? No, TMNG is the only cryptocurrency that's being accepted as payment for the, for the metals in our exchange, and that actually gives it utility and will drive the value because we are partnered with the market leader in Europe for the metals and they have a monopoly. So since we're, we're bringing this the first to market, this should be really good for all of the TMNG holders in the future. Just if you're a crypto person, that's definitely something to consider. Yeah. Great question, Jamie. <laughs> for sure. Yes. I've been meaning to ask you that because, um, you know, of course, you know, over here at the XRP, it just make more sense to be able to transfer in and out, uh, maybe from one fund to another fund to be able to purchase uh, a course on the app. Yeah, well, you'll have you'll have like a custody wallet with us on the on the platform. Like all of our members get custody wallets and then you just have to move that TMNG off the platform into the exchange to like um, exchange it for other cryptocurrencies. But on our platform, it's only TMNG um, tokens we're accepting. And then, of course, the metals, you'll be able to track all of that in your portfolio on the, awesome. the TMNG app. Yeah. Awesome. Now, um, are we going to be looking forward to seeing TMNG on Uphold anytime soon? So we're not we're not um, going to be announcing anything until 2023. Um, but there are we are talking with some of the best exchanges, the top ten exchanges on um, Coin Market Cap right now. Like they've actually started. Like a lot of them have reached out to us. So I can't say which ones, but like I can just say top ten exchanges. <laughs> That's getting spicy. I I love you guys all so much Carmen and and Mistress Money you have been a wonderful host and I really gotta I gotta run but I will talk to you all in the DMs y'all are DGENs y'all are the best much love and have a wonderful rest of your Thursday I'll talk to you guys soon perfect have a good day bye have a good day this was a great one Mistress I loved it I love our shows. Only, only number six. Danny, how are you doing today? King, you've been quiet. 
Yeah, I'm quiet. Uh, how you, I've been just listening to what you guys are talking about. Great conversation as usual. Uh, just playing uh, Connect Four with my little guy. Oh, I love it. And Yomi, you awake? I'm awake. You had a late night too. Until I until I jeeted and got out of the chat because I was hungry. No, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Too. I left I, right with you. I was making sure I was registered on TMG. Um, I'm very bullish on it. Very bullish on it. So um, I was taking that time to be quiet and make sure I, I, I was registered and see what we could scoop up. Um, but yes, this is definitely a great one, Carmen. Um, absolutely a big fan of hers. Um, and for once, we actually met our time frame, right? <laughs> for once, we actually met our time frame. <laughs> Um, but it's a big part of what we do at, at the Queens of Crypto, right? Um, showcasing the best of the best, um, and what's possible, um, and really just offering up the ideas, um, and showing the vision and asking you to take a step, um, in the right direction to building these communities together. Um, it is ultimately how we conquer web three. Um, it's gotta be a collaborative effort. Um, and so we can hold our opinions on the, on, on the big brands, all day long and what we will and won't support. Um, but we still have to have that open mindset that the beauty of decentralized is that it's left up to the individual and promoted by the community. Um, so yeah, is there space for, for to create that separation now? I, I don't think we should. I honestly don't think we should. I think it is the time where we embrace everyone and we allow the process to showcase the value that some of these other projects that don't have that marketing might um, to bring to the forefront. Because the truth is, if your project is small and you're bootstrapping, um, that means that that's your passion, that you're building with that sweat equity. And ultimately, your success will be dependent on you. And as it should, um, you got to be able to build that community. We have seen how savage Web3 is. A big name don't mean shit in this space. A big brand don't mean shit in this space. Um, it might bring That's people right. to the table, but it does not necessarily mean that those individuals want to have a seat at that particular table. So I think it is only fair that we are open to all um, that can help facilitate that mass adoption um, and still be able to say, okay, yeah, do I want to support Chick-fil-A um, because I know what I'm going to do with the social profits that I gain um, through that collaboration? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because <laughs> there's more than one way to skin a fish. Mistress, could you do me a favor and take a look at the request that we have? Because Jamie <clears throat> got bumped off uh, as speaker, and I'm trying to accept the request. I don't have a request for him. It's... I sent him an invite to speak, though, but oh. I, I'm, not I'm not seeing a request from the speech. Okay, Twitter's being yeah. weird. Oh, well, you know, that that happens. Um, I was joking last night. Twitter was rugging the crap out of me yeah, yesterday. I, I was joking last night that Elon got, got a whiff of what we're doing over here. Yeah. Um, but I got him beat with the strongest broadband there is. Um, he, he can't rug me. I'm unruggable. Yeah, I said it. I said it, Elon. Come for me. Um, <laughs> I am unruggable. We finally got it, Jamie. You're back up as speaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Jamie, there you go. Great questions, Jamie. Um, I, I'm assuming that you're already familiar with our project. Oh, I think it got him. I'm sorry. Um, there we go. All right. 
Yeah, back on. Sorry about that. All good. I, I just had to come up and ask a couple of questions over uh, to Bex, Cripple uh, Women. Right. But yeah, um, I'm pretty much familiar with a lot of the, a lot of the projects around, and uh, I do bounce around from space to space, and I do follow a lot of the most interesting people that are on the space calls. So it's it's pretty awesome to be able to get up here and just ask questions and and just learn uh, development all across you know nations in this Web three. It's pretty awesome. It is. It is. Um, you know, you every Twitter space has its purpose. Um, and we've got those big shell space where you get five minutes and you get all the hype, um, you know, to pitch your project. But I am one of those people why I require a little bit more. I need to have a conversation. Um, I've, I've said this before that the art of conversation is 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 becoming the way of history. But spaces is bringing it back um, because that's what's required. Um, I want to have a conversation. At the end of the day, you're coming in and you're asking me to buy into your vision. So I need to know where that vision came from. I need to know your passion and your purpose. This is how you get me to invest. And I feel like there's a lot of people like me out here. And that's why the Queens of Crypto exist. It is to showcase the value that these people are building. Because if you are interested in learning what's new in this space, it's always about being able to, to carve out that time and be a listener. Um, and you got to be listening. And that's the key. Um, you could talk about doing your own research. Fuck, I've done my own research. Um, been rugged for, for, what was it, six beans last year? On Unicrypt, quote unquote, unruggable system. Um, you know, Surtech audit. All, all, all the bells and whistles that you think you need to be safe. And I was rugged for six beans, right, on that one particular project. Um, you know, so you can do your own research as much as you want. But it is also understanding that it is young. Um, we are sapling. Shit, I don't even think we hit sapling status. We're a seed <laughs> right now. We are a freaking seed um, in this Web3 space. And so we've got to give it time to grow. Um, but in giving it time to grow, we also need to water it. And you water it by, by making sure you're providing avenues that people can ask those genuine questions without fear of judgment, um, with not being able to understand the lingo because it very much has its own lingo. Um, and I don't want to be restrictive in any manner. Um, I don't want to be part of restricting in any manner um, anybody's ability to earn profit, anybody's ability to ask a question, and anybody's ability to stand firm on their beliefs. Um, that's important to me. Um, but when I host these spaces, when I'm a part of these spaces, um, I will play devil's advocate because I care more about how many people you bring versus how many people you're going to take. That's right. You know, based off of what you said, how, how you said that we're a seed, I just pictured myself in a mud bath and I haven't sprouted yet. This is only the beginning. And I like to remind people, like, majority of the time that we bring guests on, and yes, we're only on episode six, these are people that we have met and and, and bumped into in this space. And in most cases than other than not, we have I have met them in person. And and for example, with Crypto Woman, it was through Mistress's contacts that we got on a Zoom and then we get to meet. And this is this is us getting out from behind the screen, but also staying virtually connected. And nobody pays us 
for them to come in here. And at the same time that we are shining the light on them and celebrating what they're doing and contributing to this space, we're also going to be the first ones to hold them accountable. And if they turn, then it's shame on you, right? And we'll be the first ones to say that too, because there is a lot of noise in this space with people signing up on a list, going to shell. And you may find me on one of those because I represent projects and that's what they expect of us. But in this room in this space we do it a little different we will spend two hours getting to know your love story getting to know what the audience needs to hear and what their questions are and what they want to talk about today that's going to empower them to navigate through this very complex chaotic constantly moving the the finish line space we are building and so we have to be able to talk to each other to get our bearings. And so for that, I think every single one of you, I want to see you back, Jamie. I want to see you back, Real Barkley. Token Trip, thank you for showing up. Amanda, you are a queen. Yomi, you are a queen. And Danny, you are a king. And Mistress, you know I always love you. Of course, of course, that mutual, that, that feeling is absolutely mutual. Um, I may, you know, should, may add something to that. Please. Sure, I, absolutely. So, um, like you were mentioning, of course, you know, you feel like you're being in the mud. Well, let that be your cleansing point. Let that be the cleansing point. Just let that um, exfoliate and allow yourself to come out better than, than what it was before, of course. Um, we're in a big space. And, you know, fortunately, I have the opportunity to be able to share a lot of the artwork. And that's in the XRPL. And that's what I do. Um, I share and I put light, light work into the artists that are constantly coming into the XRPO that I feel that have, they've been doing uh, an extremely well job of building the community and being good to, to the community itself that um, I've come out to the point to where I create TikToks. I make videos on that and I showcase their artwork. I showcase their donational drives that they got going. Um, their Twitch events that go back to the community itself and it, it's something that it's not just in the XRPL of course you know because I'm, I'm in the spaces you know I'm learning from HBAR I'm learning from Polygon I'm learning from Ethereum spaces um, I'm learning from a lot of other people in different aspects of life and I'm just putting my part by sharing and getting out there and asking questions and learning because at the end of the day this is all just you know a learning experience for me. It's, I'm just, I'm trying to be uh, as much of a sponge and at the same time produce as much as I can for the community itself, for the fairness of the, of, of the community itself uh, in the XRPL or, or however it goes. <laughs> you know, it's just, um, it's a great opportunity and, and I'm glad I'm able to be some part of it. Love that. And we appreciate you 100%, Jamie. Thank you. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's never easy. Um, I dedicate this time as, as Carmen clearly says, we are not paid, um, to host the people that we host. Um, and you know, FBI, CIA ain't got nothing on us. Um, by the time you hit this hot seat, um, buddy, you are doxxed, um, in ways that you won't even begin to realize, um, what we got going on in the background and know who you are. Um, because I'm not tying my brand. I'm not tying my name. I'm not tying who I am in this space, um, to someone that's going to come in. Um, and just take, because it's not what I want. Um, I'm so bullish on onboarding the BIPOC community, the under-marginalized community that exists in Web 2 and Web 1. Um, you know, and when they say, when they rock that hashtag, we're, we're, we're going to make it, that's bullshit. 
We're not, we're not all going to make it. It is survival of the fittest. It is absolutely survival of the fittest. Um, and you have to accept that responsibility. Um, I will be happy to help onboard you, to teach you the lingo, um, for you to understand how to make fair and informative decisions based on your personal needs. What I will not do, what I absolutely will not do is allow you to sit and be a bystander to your life and have these high expectations that, okay, I bought in and that's it. I'm just going to wait for them to, to pile me loads of money. That's not how it works. It's absolutely not how it works. Um, and I think for the past two years, um, that's been the, the moon boys push, right? Oh, I dropped 20 bucks on, on SHIB and I'm now sitting at um, 2,000 or 200,000. Dude, go on with that ridiculous bullshit. Um, let, let's be real here. That's not how it works at all. Um, you know, uh, you, you know, it, it's so much more than that. Um, and that's what I really want to be a part of. Um, I love that, that, that what you do is also about that education. Um, I like to hear more from communities that buy into some of these projects versus my investment mind going, what the fuck? Seriously, you're still holding Doge? Bro, I dumped that shit at 77 cents. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, why are you holding? Um, because I believe to tell someone, oh, you need to hold, just hold. It, it does nothing for the project that you are heavily invested in or care for. Um, you know, it is going to go up and it is going to go down. That is the law of gravity. What goes up must come down. It's the same thing on the chart. So you have to have a proper investment strategy that includes an exit point. Um, I've heard the story time and time again. Man, I held that shit when it was at 50,000 and right now it's at 500. Um, sorry, can't feel your pain because it should have sold at 50,000 and then DCA back in, right? Um, I think the narrative um, needs to change on that. Um, and we have to have that responsibility in saying there are projects that you can buy in and can go parabolic, but at some point it's going to go down. What is your exit strategy? Do you have one? Do you understand that you need one? So it's more about the comprehensive overall education um, over just onboarding you and teaching you how to use a wallet. Does that make sense? Girl, it makes sense to me. Absolutely. And I have to say, I, I, this has been amazing. I got to run. Um, I got to go take a phone call for Kevin Hart and the magazine. Uh, I will be back later if you guys are up still. Um, Sounds good. Anyway, this has been absolutely amazing. Great conversation. Good information for everybody. Queens of Crypto, keep killing it. Um, and I'll see you guys later. Thanks, Thank Token so Appreciate you, brother. Always happy to be here. You were saying, Amanda? I was saying, uh, no, that makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, you know, I still am I'm asking a lot of questions, a lot more questions. You guys make me excited about the next steps in my building. And, you know, it's funny because when I met Carmen, I was not going to talk to her at all. And I was like, fuck this. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I just put my chest out. I was like, say with your chest. You know, I'm going to introduce myself. Right. I don't know what I'm talking about, but, you know, I know where I want to go. And, you know, and I know I need a mentor and I know that I needed someone that wasn't going to 
you know, look at me and be like, all right, girl, so whatever, you know, and she did none of those things. And I just, boom, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for y'all to look, read over this thing. And, you know, I'm more excited for the feedback. I'm waiting for you to DM me. I know. (laughs) I know. I'm on it. I am so excited. Like, like, and the more that I got when I heard, um, crypto woman's like you know first to market stuff and i'm just like hmm you know it kind of gets scary because you're like oh i'm about to flip this upside down but you know it's somewhere somewhere it needs to be you know with new projects as you're saying building and 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 i'm happy to be in here at this bottom level space where it's as it's growing and as things are growing more that i'm learning with it and i'm growing with it you know, so I'm so excited. Yeah, let's build cool shit together. Um, that's definitely my motto. Um, let's absolutely build cool shit together. Let's promote communities. Let's promote collaborations. Um, and together, let's conquer. Absolutely. What you got, Jamie? You got your hand up. More than welcome to step up, brother. Sorry about that. One second. Um, so can I can I share uh, on, on, on top of the billboard? Can I share something? Absolutely. Perfect. Because I want you guys' uh, honest opinion on what is it, you know, the things that I do to highlight the community. And I just wanted to share a little bit of what I do uh, with my TikToks and things like that to kind of bring more um, light into Web3, see what can onboard people in. And, yeah, do that TikTok. Yeah, this is some of the stuff that I like to highlight. And this is one of those things that's very important for me um, with donating my time and, and outside of web3 um i've done walk for wishes and for uh cancer awareness foundations things like that so um this was very endearing for me so i I did make a video on this you guys can go ahead and uh, check it out for me and let me know what you guys think wheat where that where that where that i want to see you Oh, there it is. Jamie, where do I find you on TikTok? Which one is your your uh, tag? It should be JD is SR5 or should it might actually be It should be on your link. I wonder if I could grab it off of there. It's Jaime Diaz 54. Because I'm hosting the space, I can't access it. When you do find it, Carmen, make sure you um you send it through the TG. I'd like to take a look at it as well. Be happy to offer our feedback, Jamie. Um, you know, again and again, I am truly amazed um, and honored um, to be in the company of such strong, passionate people. Um, It's truly been um, a blessing um, when you're surrounding yourself with a network of those that are dedicated um, to building, to providing value in in one form or another. Um, It never becomes a job. It's not stale. You're excited every single day. That's something I did not have um, in my real life job. Um, it all became about 
man, how do I get through the next eight hours? Right. I'm not a drinker, so I can get drunk and go to work. <laughs> you know, I enjoy a little cannabis here and there, but it's the edible kind. Um, and even then, you know, can't get high and go to work. Can't deal with these fools high. Um, but it's the only way to deal with these fools is high. Um, you know, the, the, the sense of entitlement when um, you're dealing with the general public can be overwhelming. Um, and their lack of understanding that you are a human being um, and that they're draining your energy because you have to interact with them. Um, and that's part of your career. Um, so I personally made the decision to step back, scale back, simplify my life and my needs so that I can build the financial freedom that I want in crypto. Um, it is not an easy task. Many times it's feast or farming, um, rarely ever in between. But I understood it. And I knew the challenges beforehand, and I'm okay with it. Um, it's setting that right mindset that is extremely important to help you grow. It genuinely is setting that right, right mindset. Um, and I want to be a part of that. I want to help people cultivate um, that correct mindset that's needed to thrive in this space. And um, I think you can wrap it up. Carmen, um, we going out with some music? Well, I'm gonna, I want to go to uh, Real Barkley. She had her hand up. Oh, okay, absolutely. I'm so sorry, Real. I didn't see that. No worries. Um, I yeah, I I think that it's so important when you do something, you have to do it 100 percent, um, and do it with love and integrity. And I think that there should be, kind of getting back to what we were saying earlier, where where your time and every your energy goes that there should be some compensation for that there should be some valuation to that um and i think it is really important that we also capitalize on things that we love because if you're not capitalizing on things that you love then you're not thinking of money in the right way for the right reasons and that's what I just kind of wanted to add to the conversation that's such a great point to kind of wrap us all up like remember it ain't isn't always about money and currency isn't always fiat or tokens or nft value you know when i spend my time sitting down with somebody that i've met after a panel like amanda and you know first phone call is 2 hours just consulting getting to know her finding out what her vision what her journey is that to me i'm getting rewarded from that knowing that now she's a part of a community Right. So we got to make sure that we're mind that our mindset understands that this could be the catalyst to the largest wealth transfer in human history. And that's powerful. And that means that we can't maintain those behaviors of the Web2 companies and giants that went in for the cash grab and me, 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 me. Right. There's enough for us to share there's enough for us to understand that we're more valuable than what our wallets totals are and that we have a lot to contribute in this space so again thank you to every single person who showed up today please we do this every single thursday you know we do this one recorded you don't want to know about our wednesdays or fridays but you're going to want to follow us so you can find out who's who in the zoo who we're connected to what we're into and highlighting some of the people that we respect so much in this space for doing what's right and building, building i think you building. got rugged really bad 
I kind of have no, some I calls think... coming through because people are expecting me to be free right now. But I want to thank every single one of you for coming. And I hope to see you guys next Thursday. Bye, ladies. Thanks for having me again. Absolute pleasure. We're going to close it off with some music. You know, I had to go with my girl Lizzo. Uh, music is life. Um, and this is just how we do it. Thank you guys for joining. Absolute pleasure. This is Mistress Money. You know how I do. Um, Carmen Crypto, your other queen in the space. Um, Amanda and Yomi showing that love all the time, man. Get with it. Get with us. Um, more fun. We don't record Wednesday nights, but we are um, on, or at least I'm on, under my Mistress Money's prof profile. 
I'm a co-host for Web3 Radio with um, Danny Hamilton and Dennis.io. Um, it's up on the Jumbotron. Take a click. Take Frank a Mitty. Yep. Um, join us. We have a lot of fun. Have a lot of we got that Web3 gang going on. Oh, uh, shout out to the One Leg Bandit. Uh, what up, Jonathan? Give me a heart if you hear me. You're kind of coming in on the on the end of, of the, the show here, but I always want to give you a shout out. You were one of our previous guests when Karma was out roaming the streets of Web3 conferences, and this dude right here onboards the masses. He's already had 600 personal people onboarded this month on a goal to hit 1,000, and things are only going to get better for this dude. It's going to get easier, man. I know it takes you like an hour to onboard people, but thank you for what you're doing. Shout out to you. And, Mistress, I'm going to catch you tomorrow night. I'm going to try and stay up. You guys go hard. <laughs> yes, you we know do. I, yes, we do. I clock out like at 7 because I'm all day every day, but you, you, you are in it longer than I do and Danny I'm going to show up again okay I don't know what what I, what Friday nights look for me because you know I'd be hitting that pen but we're going to cut this <laughs> out of the recording <laughs> um, no it's going in as is man it, it, it was too much of a, a really good one it's going in as is but peace love and happiness and find your joy um, mad love and respect to everyone out here man keep doing what you're doing and we'll, we'll catch up we'll see you next time bye